0: Hey, guys, this is Rob, and welcome to question number 30. I've already forgot it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. i forgot the name.
0: Why don't you say the name? What do you hey call adults you watch? No, I don't the whole, want to. Yeah, come on, give the whole thing. Hey, guys, this is Sarah. <laughs> welcome. Ready? You just say.
1: I don't want to. Just
0: do it for me. Just do it Right in the microphone. Just say, hey, guys, this is
1: Sarah. Hey, guys, Sarah here. Welcome to question number 30. Welcome to question number 30. What do you, you do? I can't you see it. <laughs>
0: know. What do you call? Oh, all, right, all right, maybe, maybe start over. Ready? Hi,
1: guys. Hi, guys. All right,
0: let's give it a fresh break.
1: Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Sarah here. Welcome to question 30. What do you call adults who watch My Little Pony? I'm here as always <laughs> with <laughs> okay, Rob. <that's, laughs>
0: all right, let's play the intro. Hold right, hold right. Wait, hold up just a second 30 seems like a really low number to a lot of people But for me that's a big deal 30 seems like a mile marker Like I feel fully I'm, I'm totally committed, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like this episode Needs a special edition episode 30 Theme song Is there any way you can um, work your magic?
1: Mm, yes, I actually do have a database Of theme songs for you Let me just pull out my uh, uh, Keyboard here Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop. I always make that sound. <laughs> Where do you live? In the city. Do you have a house? Apartment. On a rent? Rent. What do you do for a living?
2: Lots of things. Where's your office? Don't have one. How come? It's a long story. Do you have kids? No, I don't. How come? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Why are you asking
1: me? You talking to me? Who are you?
0: Uh, quiz, hot shot
3: you expect me to talk
4: do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth
3: what do you do
0: what do you do
1: it's the question that drives us it's the question that
0: brought you here i'm joined as always by my wife my flower child my wife my flower child Sarah Morgan, we're here in the dining room. You know, I'm so glad we don't have to deal with sponsors because if we did, I would have to say that listening to a special edition theme song like that makes me thirsty. And nothing quenches a thirst like Guinness, which is appropriate because it's March and you know what that means.
1: Hallelujah. I just don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, (laughs) Countdown to St. Patrick's Day. So, we've got a special giveaway Mm -hmm. for the podcast. I have in front of me glasses from Guinness, and they are Guinness's new edition of their. their, I say new edition. If anybody remembers grabbing Guinness at a proper pub, there was the old glasses that they had forever, right? Mm -hmm. These are the new special editions that came out a few years ago. And I've got a glass right here, and it says Mother's Milk. Why would it say Mother's Milk? That's so random.
1: Because that's what Guinness is. I know.
0: <laughs> it's your catchphrase. Anyways, we've got some glasses here, some assorted Guinness swag. Is that the proper name? Yeah, some swag. Okay. Uh and we're giving it away. Before I talk about the, the giveaway this yeah. week, are you would you like something to
1: drink? I'm a bit parched. I don't know why I just knew You that. always do that.
0: It is March, and that means it's St. Patrick's Day here on the podcast. I just, like I said, I'm so glad we don't have to deal with sponsors, or else I would have to tell you that we are doing a special St. Patrick's Month giveaway here on the podcast. In front of me, I'm holding Guinness glasses. We've got right here, it says Mother's Milk. What else? I mean, how else do I say that?
1: That's it. They are engraved with the title, Mother's Milk.
0: I think that's hilarious special for the podcast we're giving them away and you are sitting there thinking, listen, I, I'm listening to you to drink Guinness. I'm hearing you talk about how I too can get my hands on a special edition, the curious pod Guinness engraved glass. How do I, how would I apply? How do I, do I need to send in some membership forms? Do I need to send in some money? Are you doing a Patreon? Do I need to change my Facebook status? Do I need to tweet seven times linking the podcast Twitter? Do I need to mention you on
1: Instagram? Just send money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just send money. <laughs> We're not asking for any of that. All we want you to do is head over to iTunes, rate, comment, and subscribe. Five
1: stars only.
0: And in your comment, leave a question for Sarah to be, or it can be for me. No, I almost changed that. It could be for me. Just leave a question.
1: Leave a freaking question. Leave a
0: question. We're going to read Sarah that question on the show.
1: Even if it's not for me, I'm still going to answer it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're taking your questions and we're going to answer them. And we will pick a winner for the next few weeks this Mm -hmm. month. So head over there and maybe, maybe you're saying to yourself, what I've already, I've already commented. Well, pull up another computer, pull pull up your, grab your friend's iPhone. It's got the podcast app. Pull that up and they'll I, thank you later. I guess. <laughs> can you imagine if someone just, Hey, can I borrow your phone real quick to rate, comment and subscribe on this podcast? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it is. Speaking of iTunes, this week's question from Sarah actually does not come from iTunes. So speaking of iTunes, this has nothing, that's just a weak attempt at a transition. This week's question comes from Jessica Benabau from Florida, and it came through the website. She says, loving the podcast, we feel like we're right there with you at the coffee shop or bar. My question for Sarah is, we just got a puppy, it's a golden doodle, and we can't settle on a name. What does Sarah think we should name it?
1: Mm, I don't know the gender, but my gut reaction. Oh, yeah says cleveland oh what if it's a girl cleveland what if it's a boy cleveland what
0: if it's gender neutral cleveland perfect
1: (laughs) thanks for the question jessica where'd you come up with cleveland my brain (laughs) just it was just free association
0: you like naming animals after human names especially old human names i think we've gotten this question before maybe that's why jessica wrote in i think someone did it for a Cats or something, maybe one of our first few episodes.
1: Mm, that could can't be. I can't remember.
0: But you like old people names for animals.
1: Yeah, they're just sort of weird and goofy and endearing and ironic. I don't know that Cleveland, I guess Cleveland is kind of an old name, but if you had a long-haired cat, a female cat, you could name her Gwyneth. This is getting on a tangent. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Hey, speaking of mother's milk, cheers.
1: Cheers. Slant, boy. boy. <laughs> mm, tastes like mother's milk.
0: Wink. For those of you that don't know, this is, listen, this is the most interactive podcast in the history of the world. That said, we have a hotline that you can call in, you can text in. People have been texting in. All right. I was thinking about doing something where people could text the word subscribe to the podcast hotline, mm-hmm. and maybe once a month I would send something out. And not like in an annoying way, but I wonder if there was maybe a behind-the-scenes photo.
1: Coupons to Benihana.
0: Coupons to be <laughs> Here's here's I got an idea. Where's where's a phone? Hand me your phone. Um, okay, if you want to get on the cell phone behind the scenes list for the podcast, text the hotline. Just text subscribe, and I'll send you. Through the hotline, the picture I just took of Sarah as we're recording this podcast. The number Unless
1: I don't like the picture.
0: Okay, I'll show you. If Sarah approves the picture <laughs> I just took for the podcast, I will send it your way and start doing some behind the scenes uh, and maybe some special giveaways. I'm not gonna spam you. I'm no, who, who has time for that? Not me. You can unsubscribe at any time, uh, but just send the word subscribe over to the podcast hotline text 612-584-9330 that said this week's question for the podcast hotline i want you to call in and answer this question because i want to make this podcast more than just a me talking me talking with other people i want to make i want to continue to try to find ways to make this a more interactive podcast so my question for you is have you ever had a conversation with someone that made you rethink a stereotype you had in your mind call the podcast hotline, leave your name, where you're from, and a short story about that. Or feel free to email me. If you want to record yourself, record an audio clip, you can send it to rob at thecuriouspod.com. Today's podcast episode started about a year and a half ago with a documentary and a question. I love obscure passion documentaries. What would, it, what would be a better phrasing for these kind of documentaries? Before Here, before you give a name for it, let me give you some examples. Remember King of Kong mm. about, I think it was Donkey Kong? Probably. Championships, and it was, it was a documentary on the international championships. It followed a couple guys back in the day. Uh, another one similar to that was Chasing Ghosts. I think that was on Netflix for a while, and that was a documentary about, well, ob- it's obvious, Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rennies, A Way of Life, people mm-hmm. that are into the Renaissance festivals. Yes. Uh, watch that one. That was awesome. Uh, if you're interested in Renaissance festivals, you can go to question number 10. It's my interview with Nate Babs, a buddy of mine. They, uh, it's called, How did fantasy novels and Renaissance festivals teach a touring drummer to embrace his inner nerd? Which is way too long of a title.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm getting better at that. There we go. What, how, what would you, how, would you dis- how would you define these?
1: I mean, they're kind of just like subcultures of our society.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Maybe, maybe subculture documentaries, mm-hmm. subdocs. About a year and a half ago, I had the night off and I was scrolling through some subdocs and the documentary was called Bronies, the extremely unsuspected adult fans of My Little Pony.
1: My Little Pony, My Little Pony, what is friendship all about? My Little Pony, My Little Pony, friendship is...
0: And so this documentary, I watched this documentary and I was so fascinated by it. And then this uh, subsequent question that came to my mind is I would love to run into someone that would consider themselves a brony who is an adult fan of My Little Pony and ask him questions because I instantly had a hundred questions that weren't even answered by the documentary mm-hmm. or just have a conversation with someone. This is way before the podcast started. And then as soon as I started the podcast in the back of my mind, I was like, Oh, I have an excuse to reach out to cause you can't just reach out to someone. Well, maybe you can, maybe you can just reach out to someone and be like, I've always been curious in this. Would you be willing to sit down and have a conversation with me? Having a podcast makes it a little bit more easier and legit. Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean the whole point of doing these interviews is for you to really get to the heart of people. And so it's not about how we're different. It's about how we're similar.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so well put. I had a conversation with my friend Emily that I happened to record talking about just this thing with the whole bronies and how she had never heard of it. And she had a really interesting point. Here's what Emily had to say.
2: No, I actually think I'm glad that there's a group because then it actually legitimizes. it. Like, I'm not going to judge them now because there's a group of them. You know what I mean? So it's like... Oh, if there's what more than I one th- of you,
0: then I must be the one that is not on the bandwagon. <laughs>
2: exactly. Then you're crazy.
0: That's the greatest response ever. Oh, that's man. True. Yes. And so that's why this whole conversation today actually ended up going about kind of what you're saying about how what makes us similar. And this thought that how many times in my life I hear something or I hear about a subculture, I hear about... Uh, someone that's into something else that I have never heard of. And my instant reaction, number one, is to present myself in my own mind that I have it all figured out. I'm the, I'm the universal normal. And that anybody that doesn't think like me is obviously the one on the outside. Mm-hmm. Instead of this thought of, maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something. And that I feel like you saying that totally sums up this entire podcast yes. of wanting to teach myself to position myself in a world right now where everybody seems to have answers, everybody seems to have opinions. Learning to position myself mentally as the one who doesn't have it all figured out, who has more questions than you have answers. Yeah. Anyways, let's I think I think we should just dive in to the conversation. Do
1: you want to talk about where you were? Yeah oh yeah. Okay. Sorry.
0: Sociable cider works. Do tell. Sociable ciderworks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you've we've been there once before, right? Mm-hmm. For those of you that are outside the Minneapolis, Minnesota region, sociable, how would you describe Sociable Cider Works? What is it?
1: I mean, they primarily make ciders. Hard cider, obviously. Yeah, their main
0: focus is they're a cidery. Would you call them a cidery? or they? I think they might call mm-hmm. themselves a brewery.
1: I think a cidery is like an apple orchard. Yes. So, yes. And I think they might also do beer now. I'm not now they sure.
0: do. Because I actually had a Belgian double. Oh, nice. Which was great. So it was a Saturday afternoon. I had a few hours off before I had to head out. I was actually doing a cover gig that evening, but I had a few hours off beforehand. Right when they opened. Right when they opened. I mean, it's noon. All right, so head with me over to Sociable Ciderworks. Tucked away in blue-collar northeast Minneapolis, NPR just feels like the right thing to be listened to right now. What I didn't know was that this gray day was about to turn into a snowstorm by the end of it. But it doesn't matter because it's cozy inside the brewery. So pull up a stool, grab a cider, and sit down with me as I chat with heads of the Minnesota Baroni Fan Club. I was trying to think of how to start like this conversation. Uh, and before we get, dive into it, maybe say your name so people listening can attach your name to your voice as we're going. Right, so um, i Andrew. My name's Andrew, and the fandom I'm known as Argo Damon. Zargo Damon. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yep.
4: My name is Kyle, and yeah. in the fandom I'm known as nothing else but Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie, that's kind of boring. Yeah, I was, I know, I was hoping for some like, massive if, if, epic if you, name. If you, if you want my OC's name, it's Sonder, but that sounds kind of lame now that I think about it.
3: So. <laughs> that's sweet. I'm down with the saunder. I like just having the full name of nothing else but Kyle. Else nice but long Kyle. one.
2: Just Kyle. Just that's Kyle. His, that's
4: his name. <laughs> N-E-B-K? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm Kyle, you but you, you can call me Kyle. And off, Kyle. outside of the fandom, yeah. I'm known as um, just Kyle.
4: Yeah.
0: All right.
2: Um, and I'm Sydney, and my online name, I guess, is Sand Siblings, but no one really calls me that. That's just yeah. kind of like my... Tag, I guess.
0: Sydney's cool on its own. Sydney's yeah. cool. How would you describe, if no one's ever heard of a brony, how would you describe what a brony is? Like a giant group of friends
3: is kind of the way yeah. I see yeah. it. Yeah. It's basically,
4: yeah. it's, it's kind of strange because it started out in the beginning where it was like, oh, man, this show was awesome. Very, very yeah. awesome. You know, like, well put together. Let's we, we remember being kids and watching Powerpuff Girls and Johnny Bravo and all that stuff. Yes. And this stuff is great. Let's watch that together. Or, like, I'll, I'll just look into that. I know a lot of, like, I don't know about you, but I know you and I and uh, a couple other people that I know were just like, oh, I'll watch three episodes. Yeah. And then it, then it, yeah.
0: But, um. <laughs> totally. So totally. So it started with, so bronies is like a term of a group of fans of like friends of this My Little Pony, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's where it started. Yep. Uh, okay, so it's interesting you said Powerpuff Girls, because when I was when did you guys graduate from high school? Did
2: 2011.
0: 11. Okay, three.
2: I'm a four. I'm 11. 11. Oh man.
0: Young, Youngest Youngest We've got some wisdom on our side yeah. With Andrew over here Okay uh, So Powerpuff Girls My buddy I had, a, I had a, One of my best friends Was like heavy Into Powerpuff Girls But he it was He was more Of the word He uh, was more of like The ironic Thing about it Like he He liked it But he was kind of It wasn't a joke uh, At all but it was kind of he was just being goofy and wasn't like serious almost. I don't know if that makes sense. But he had like yep. the t-shirt and stuff like that. And it was the irony involved in that. Is the brony typical brony world? Is it an ironic thing, or is did it start with a serious? like, I really love this.
2: I, I think it's I, for a lot of people, it's yeah. kind of started as an ironic thing. But then when they realized that other people were like, oh yeah, I, I also like that. they're like, then they became more comfortable, I guess, with like you know actually, yes. you know, say oh, that you know, they're into yeah. it because there's like the stigma of the little girl show that a lot of people, because a lot of the um, fandom is men, yeah, and so there's that whole social stigma of oh, you're watching a show about like cute little ponies, like, hmm,
0: <laughs> totally. You know, like, but yeah, so the stigma of what people initially think that's interesting,
3: and it wasn't even people thinking about what other people thought, it's yeah. what you thought of yourself. Too, yes. you had those yeah. like little self questions of it, but I looking past those and moving past those, I think, actually helped strengthen uh, everybody. It's uh, it wasn't uh, somebody showing something new about themselves, is expressing something that's always been there, like the yeah. inner child,
4: I guess. Yeah, totally. A little, a little bit of a, a little bit of being able to slip into that. The mindset of being able to, like, oh, okay, I want to go hang out, and watch some TV shows with some people, yeah, and, just, and go be and go just go be myself. A yeah, a lot of it was being yourself. I think back in the back in the early fandom days, yeah, it, it, it definitely was uh, a lot of the, the uh, awkwardness though came out yeah. in the first like two oh, years. Oh, all oh, of the spaghetti just spaghetti, spaghetti, spaghetti did just flow. Oh, it was awful. But, yeah. are
0: you, wait, are the first two years of the Minnesota? Fraction of it, or are you talking about just the fandom in general? Even in Minnesota, okay? Like
2: it was like some people just went like balls to the walls, like <laughs> yes. a little too much when really? some things. Or okay, so like, what's
0: a little too much? What's like the that you would say
2: oh, you're like yeah. are,
0: you're going a little too extreme? Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> like a, I don't know, just like public being a public nuisance, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like I know that there was some people who go to the Mall of America and like blast like. Pony music, yeah. like blast it, and it's yeah. like, hey, you know, it's cool that you like that, but maybe not, like, be so obnoxious about it. I guess to like yeah. everyone else, and like, yeah,
4: there was a know. certain, there was definitely a certain subset of people back in like early 2011, 2012 who wanted you to know that you were my, that they were a my little pony fan. You, if you didn't want to know about it, they were going to tell you anyways, yeah. and yes. make sure that you knew that they like My Little Pony. And most, most of the people who are around nowadays are just like, yeah, we like it. Yeah, no. it was
3: the trending thing, so everybody yeah, wanted to be
4: a part it was of it. It was pop culture.
3: Yeah, they wanted to be. They wanted people to know, but now it's kind of like those people have went away, and the people that are left is is a more like the, the, the people that are dead, Yeah, like the, the ones that have a passion, and it's not like an everyday thing. It's just mm-hmm. another part. It's another checkbox on their life of just uh, like who they are.
0: Yeah, so. man, because that's so funny that you say that. Where I feel like there's so many things like that, whether it is. Uh, like it's cool to be like you people jumping on the bandwagon almost mm-hmm. yeah. so if you i mean yep. you guys have been around it and you guys are all are you uh, are you guys all admins on the Minnesota page i he think is, he's he's not. Not. He, he isn't guys. but we he are. are yeah so do you feel like you've seen that over the years of oh, yeah. people yes. jumping in just because almost probably because of the ironic or the pop culture thing. Oh, yeah. And can you tell
4: definitely. right away? Um, oh
2: yeah. Like with some, yeah with some you people.
4: both and I were both running the group at that point. Cause I think I had taken over and then you, I was having you and Christy and some other people help me. Yes. But we definitely had those like six months where like it exploded. Mm-hmm. Like we got up yeah. to the point where like, when was fan- that? The fandom, uh, I can't remember. Was it late 2012? I okay
2: that like a little bit like late 2012 early 2013. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. season but. season
4: 2 season 3 basically and middle season 2 I think. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we, you can tell when they walk into the mall of America and they're they they came with two other people. It was always two other people and they always kind of had the the I don't know, want to be disparaging but they kind of like had a haughty air they're like we're oh. here and we're brodies and we're kind of cool and we're gonna we're gonna pal around with you guys it's yeah. kind of that attitude yeah and, and you could tell but i mean like it didn't matter if they were there to begin with we had some people like that who who calmed down and became normal members of the group and they just yeah but we had a number of people there that were there for the pop they, yeah they, they were there for the for the for the explosion and they were just there to have a bit of a bit of fun and
0: <laughs> totally to defense, I do you ever feel like there's a there was a lack of respect to the community or what had been there before them or like they were treating it too lightly or I think early on it was the, it
3: was trying to find its foothold so okay. it's hard to say like what was disrespectful at the time okay yeah, yeah. Um, but eventually I started cleaning itself up but those people it wasn't even you tell people to, to like stop it they mm-hmm. just kind of left. I think that once ever this, the the fandom found a baseline, yeah. anybody that kind of was go outside of that, that was the awkward kind of just disappeared. Yeah. So.
2: I was definitely group hard ass with those people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, like knock it off. I was
4: I was the one who was like, "Hi, it's good to see you. I'm glad you came <laughs> back for another meetup. How you doing?" Yeah. And then there's Sydney over there going, <laughs> 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 staring at him. Yeah. Just like, and then
0: uh, it's, it.
4: it's like good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Bad yeah. back.
0: Yeah. yeah. I love that combination because you seem like uh, if I if I just ran into you and I didn't I hadn't met you or chatted with you, you 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 just seemed so like nice and reserved and like qu- like on little the quieter you know. side yeah little <laughs> I know, that's so great. An underlying evil hatred.
4: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't for too long. We we, no. we we had our own fandom drama, we had our own group drama. For oh, for sure. For sure. Of course, but, but that's normal. That iron yeah. out. We that had, iron out.
2: Oh, so going back to that yeah. like whole like inappropriate, I guess, thing is. Yeah. Part of the reason our group did blow up at a certain point was there was a member of our group who married a Twilight Sparkle oh plush. Oh, God, we
4: had to talk about
0: that? <laughs> uh, what's a, what's a it's plush? Like, so,
2: like, a stuffed, stuffed like, pony. Oh. Like, and so one of, like, the main character, I guess, is, like, Twilight Sparkle, who's, yes. like... You know, yeah, he made national, he made national news. Yeah. He made like
0: he made national, and was he part of the Minnesota
2: Browns? Yeah, yes,
0: so that was. was like home. That hit home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. But what does the news show?
3: That's what oh. they show. Is is all that stuff? And yeah. so early on, that's what a lot of people saw.
2: But yeah. that's not what we saw. Yeah. 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 So.
0: Okay. He, okay. So that thing of what other people saw and what we saw the, a minute ago, you talked about the self questions when you're a part of something. I feel like that's a big thing for everybody. Like when you're part of something, um, the the, a lot of times for me when I get I get super insecure Sometimes I'm like, oh man, what do other people think about this? It's all in my own head Almost mm-hmm. more than the reality of what other people think Is my subconscious Like translating, projecting on people So then when that happened What was that like to be in the thing in, in the thick of it And all of a sudden people are looking at it negatively
2: Well, it definitely didn't have a good Um wasn't help because like the brony stereotype is that you know there are a bunch of neckbeards living in their mom's basement who are probably <laughs> pedophiles. Yeah. So having that whole sexual perversion part of it be so open yeah. and blatant yeah. was well, good only make. kind of like fueling, I guess, that oh negative for sure. perception. And especially for our group with that person in it,
4: yeah, was like yeah. interesting. Uh, but I think on the whole, even with that sort of thing, um, to kind of be a brony you kind of have to take that little insecurity you got and just kind of. Throw it away. I I think if you're being a Brony, you can. You have to go out into public and then wear a T-shirt that has a gigantic yellow and pink, like My Little Pony character on it. Be like, yeah, yeah, I got that My Little Pony on, you know, on my shirt. I don't, I don't care what you think. So I think that was kind of like the back in the early days. That was definitely kind of like the uh, the feeling where it's like we don't we don't care what you think.
0: Mm
4: -hmm. We're gonna do our own thing no matter what.
0: Yes. All right.
4: So even with that. Oh man,
0: yeah. I love I love that crap, dude. So oh, so are you cuz you seem pretty confident with all this stuff. Have yeah. you, are you, have you always been like a naturally confident? Like I don't care what you think. This is this is what I'm into.
4: Um I guess I could say yes. I'm, I yeah. could say that I'm fairly confident. So yeah. I'm fairly confident in myself, yeah. definitely. if I if I think I'm doing something that is Right. Yeah, I mean, but I think the fandoms it, taught a lot of people self confidence. Oh, definitely. Yes. If you well, can, oh, yeah. It's
3: like if you if you give somebody the biggest hurdle to cross. Oh, yeah. Once they do that, after that, small potatoes. It's everything's easy, yeah. and I know I learned a lot of that myself. Of like not. Uh, what I see of myself and what I think of myself and what I see, how I perceive myself to others isn't as important anymore. It's, yes. It's just about enjoying life and don't hurt other people. Yeah. I think, I think oh. back
4: in the original days, the fandom was a lot about that. It was about giving people self-worth and telling them that they they can have confidence. It's okay. It's, it's, okay. Okay. it's okay. Yeah, it's okay yeah, to like, exactly. show up
2: ponies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't care what other people think because why do you have... like You're just enjoying something. Why? Yeah
3: it's it's challenged the gender stereotypes. Yes. In like, just in the last like 5 6 years, not just in pony fandom, but in general, the gender mm. stereotype thing has been getting grayer and grayer.
4: Yep.
0: Oh man. Yeah, that is yeah, see that's a side that I would not I wouldn't even think of on the outside the, gen, the overall outside of this how this is teaching something about gender stereotypes. Because there is something about that, like My Little Pony is, I mean, I grew up with it, not necessarily this season or this series, this exact one, but I grew up with it, with my sister loved the show. Uh, but the the stereotypes of like, oh, well, because you're a dude that watches it, or then they're... Then you're gay.
3: Yeah. The show was... now is very different than it was before. Like the ones that people remember from like, over a decade ago It's yeah. not really the same in, As it was then I mean it's a whole Different fr- uh, creator With Lauren Foss yeah. uh, Direction Writers All of them Are are different Going for a different Aspect So yeah. Until um, so you actually Sit down and watch it it's, And you're just Thinking of the old one Yeah you're going to Make a lot of assumptions yeah, If you yeah.
4: look from the Outside it's like Oh there's a bunch Of pretty colorful colors And that, that beginning song They have never changed it <laughs> So <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally
4: <laughs>
2: It's, and it's, it's definitely, rough. like... I mean, the Sorry. creator, Lauren Faust, was actually married to Craig McCracken who made Powerpuff Girls. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. And so, oh, like, cool. when she originally was making the show, she wanted to make a show about, like, uh, you know, different ways to be girl. Like, mm-hmm. you can be a girl and be, like... You can be into sports. You can be into fashion. Yes. Or you can just, you know, be shy. You know, yeah. type of thing. book smart. And so it was, like, there's all these different ways that you can be you and be still yes. be friends. And so I think yeah. that, like, kind of... Set with a lot of people, yeah. and that's was like, yeah, I can be, you know, me.
0: Okay, that's a fascinating point that I didn't think of. This this show being something that's created for to teach girls to almost yeah. like you're saying, break out of the stereotypes. If you have to be just a like girly girl or whatever that mm-hmm. means, but to, to like teach things about strength and uh, yeah, but but then on the outside, then all of a sudden if someone from the outside is looking at bronies then it's almost by saying it's only for girls then you're almost putting the girls back into the box of the
4: stereotype
2: i don't know if you
0: that's anyway that's what i thought
4: of when you're saying
2: that but um yeah.
4: yeah, I think it's more about just empowering your, your personal character it's not more about being either a boy or a girl it doesn't it matter it's just yeah. being it, who you want to be everything yes. is for yes. everyone it's, everything it's, is for everyone you can be who you want to be it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl yeah. 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 And, and you shouldn't put them in a box and you shouldn't care if there's a box at all Yes, yeah. you should yeah. just be yourself Yeah, Hit that box
2: and it definitely started out, like, because it was aimed at, like, you know, younger girls when it started out, yeah. but then when more Bronies got involved, it became, like, more for everyone, and, like, even the way the show started versus how it is now is very different. Well, it's more, uh, it,
4: well it started out, the first season was kind of generic, yeah. but then the Bronies got a hold of it, and they kind of latched on to it, and it it, it was adults to the point of, like, where you the, your little kid could watch it and be entertained, but your your parents could also watch it yes. and be entertained. to like I mean, which is like Disney and Pixar. Person. That's yeah, Disney exactly. And P- Pixar, yeah. But then, like, we then it moved on. It started, we started to influence the show just by being bronies, and they started to get a little bit more adult and a little bit more like personal growth. And now, like, the yeah. seasons and episodes have grown into like uh, you can do it. Or and then the life, the life lessons that they normally yeah. go through are yes. a lot more adult yeah, than they like would be for like a six-year-old.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like, there's an episode about. Um one of the characters' mm-hmm. brothers is a freeloader and taking advantage of like the parents and her, and it's like you know standing up for stuff like yeah. that. And it's mm-hmm. just kind of like instead of being like, we learned to be friends today. There's yeah. more like other lessons involved. It's in that.
0: diving in deeper. Yes, it's, yep.
3: it's life lessons um, that relate to everybody. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's not like one yeah. of them is like for a very small group. And yeah. There's a lesson to it for everybody, and it might be something so obvious and cliche, but if you
0: sometimes you need to hear it, which is use nice for people. I yeah. think we yeah. need to. That's fascinating to me to think that. So you're saying you do you think the fandom has influenced the show? Oh, for sure. Oh, go, totally. 100%, 100%. Wait, like even to the point where oh, yeah. you're saying like the writers 100%. the writers yes. have seen oh, yes. the fandom. Really? Oh, 100%. That is yeah. fascinating. So, Episode
4: 100.
2: Yeah. yeah. There's oh.
4: multiple instances of this happening.
2: There's a character called Doctor Whoops and he's like the okay. Doctor Who. Oh like, yeah. And he's like got a little like time, you know. Yes. <laughs> Cutie mark and he like wears the bow tie and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, we like episode one hundred
3: was, was. Hasbro asked the writer to base it's an episode built specifically for the Brony fandom. No, it's really all the all the like the memes episode. and stuff that was from it. It's essentially just a twenty something minute episode uh, that is very focused on pen that. Um,
4: Goodbye, <laughs> uh
3: But it's and. Like we were at one of conventions when he uh, that episode was shown and the writer was there and that's what he was saying he's like really? they told me to and he goes this isn't a good idea <laughs> but he did it anyway and it turned out really good so
0: and it wasn't made for anybody but the brownies yep. really see that's fascinating I've never heard I've never heard of another show that. has been impacted like that literally to the sense of writing an episode for this segment of the fandom
4: well i think the bronies have kind of trailblazed that connection between a media and a fandom Hmm. like i don't think any other fandom really has transcended that that step between the fandom able to influence just by existing and, and loving the show able to you know influence the show in such a Like a drastic way. Yes. In an absolutely drastic way. Well, I mean, like, I think the most iconic version of that is is Derpy Hoos.
2: Yes. Um,
4: uh, She's called Bubbles now, I think. Yeah. No, Muffins. Muffins. She's called Muffins. Muffins. She went from Bubbles to Muffins. They change it a lot. They change it all the time. But um, she's just a little gray Pegasus. And there was an animation error in season one. And everybody went, latched onto that. And they thought it was. They thought it was hilarious. What was the animation he, error? Her, were, eyes, her, she, eyes, she, her eyes were a little bit, wall-eyed. A bit wonky. <laughs> yeah, totally. So
2: she's got the different going eyes. Yes. And so. Yeah.
4: I could probably even uh, yeah. pull up a picture. But, um, yeah. But So at, people latched onto it. People latched yes. onto that yeah. in, the, in the first season. And they started making, like, online, the forums, everything. Yeah. Our, everything. Like, everything. Exploded yeah. with Derpy. And then all of a sudden, oh, every yeah, single yeah. episode, you would mm-hmm. see a Derpy who's with the Derp eyes. In the background somewhere, kind of like South Park and the aliens. Yes, where there would just be like a Derpy Hooves, like and her like, oh, there's Derpy again. Yes, Pixar. Yeah, and she'd be just doing. Random it's like stuff, the, Easter, and-
0: the Easter egg in the
4: background. Yep, yeah. and, you know? then, and then in episode 100, they literally just made Derpy Hoos a main character. Yeah, really. Yep,
2: it's like it's centered around her. Oh, yep, it's centered episode. around
4: her. So mm-hmm. like it's it, we have like we said, hundred percent influence the show and the show has influenced us to all this effects.
3: But they've done it in such a way that it's not like they're rewriting the whole show yeah. to for the fandom. it still has that at, that normal aspect, but you can tell that the like underlying definitely. definitely yes. there's definitely a feel that they changed. And like
0: it. an acknowledgment. Yeah. I feel like the things that I've been a part of and different art conversations with different artists, there's almost this pushback to say, No, we gotta be we gotta be true to ourselves and we're gonna do whatever the hell we want and people that like it'll like it or they won't. But there I I've always thought there's something cool about acknowledging. Like, what if you acknowledge that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's less derps, so yeah, Derpy. Oh, that's so funny. Maybe I'll put a photo of that in the, in, in, in the show notes, yeah. the Easter egg. Um, I mean, okay so would episode 100 be if someone had never seen my little pony before and they're hearing this and we're talking about Bronies uh it, would episode 100 be like a good starting point No so, no it is <laughs> really? like,
2: it's so off the wall like Oh really is it totally it's, inside it's, jokes There's like yeah. a, there's yeah. like a clip with like I think the writers wearing those horse masks those rubber horse masks It yes. just, like cuts oh in Oh my god a forgot about that. It's yeah. like one There was a line there was
4: a, literally a live <laughs> action clip of all the writers wearing oh, no. those rubber horse masks and it was spliced into like uh one of those like half second cut of like, yes. in, like of an action happening yes which yeah, is oh awesome God. if you're in it but it's a total
0: inside joke okay so if, oh someone, yeah, if someone's hearing episode. this they're like okay I'm curious more about this world where would you tell them to start what's like the is it like season one episode one episode or three it, well if they're if they're, <laughs> interest, if they're interested in
4: the show definitely episode three I would agree because yeah,
0: the
3: first two were very cliche and are probably not good starters but after that is when it really finds a, a more of a public uh, attachment.
4: Yeah, if they're looking for the fandom though, if they want to see what the fandom's all about, Equestria yeah. Daily, I guess, is probably the best repository for that. I would think. Okay, because the yeah. fandom makes
3: a lot of content.
4: Yeah, lot. every any kind of
2: content. You got Even animation. Today. You've got yeah. like music. fan art, fan fiction, literal
4: um, bucket loads of music.
3: And it's yes. and it's not just like some like sketch work. There is some immensely talented people in there, and yes. some of them have used it as a, a springboard. To actually move into more professional versions.
0: Yes, that's all. I mean, that is, to me, anyways. That's that's so much of normal art. Like I just come from the world of like playing music. I think of some of the first songs of getting into music was I was just playing. I was playing covers and learning songs from my bit the bands I liked. Mm -hmm. And so there's no question that that would be. Okay, let me let me transition to what you're talking about with the Equestrian Daily stuff. The when. I asked about the uh, where people should start for watching because I think of like, something like Seinfeld. I would my my wife's never seen Seinfeld. I made the mistake of starting season one, episode one, and then I realized I'm like, oh man, I don't know if you guys ever watched Seinfeld. I'm like, uh, right over. They just I just hadn't found their pace yet. So I'm just saying like in the fact of they hadn't found the where like their flow of character development, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so when I think of uh, like. F- the fandom. You keep saying fandom. What is oh, Equestrian God. Daily?
4: Um, it's kind of just a repository. It was uh, created back in 20, I don't I, it I don't twenty early days twelve or thirteen. 12. It was yeah. really early days. It was within the first three seasons, definitely. Because so it was
0: like twenty twelve around the time when this see this uh, series started. Like no, this, actually, this version of it.
2: Uh, the, the show started in October two thousand ten. Yes, yes.
4: So. and it, and it really gained the traction in early spring twenty eleven.
0: Okay yes that is why I'm with the professionals
4: I love that yeah but um with uh, the Equestria daily stuff it's it's more or less a repository it's it's not like a, it's not a blog yeah it's not um, uh, it's just basically a big data bank of everything that people submit that uh, the that the curator team needs yeah. to be up to par for yeah. you know their website, I guess. But there's there's content there for days. You there's well it's six years six years worth of content. It's your
3: daily dose place. It's your daily
4: dose of like, hey, you want to listen to some new music that somebody created just three hours ago? Here's some music three hours ago. Uh, do you want to see an animation really? that somebody's been working on for a year? Um, there's the and they it's it's it goes in the sequence of a normal blog where you have posts and it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like a Tumblr except yeah. it's not a Tumblr. It's their own website. But um, you just go you can go through and you can. Pick uh, cherry pick. They have discussions. They have nightly discussions that they go through that you yeah. just go on and chat. And yeah. Yeah. have everything. yeah, I'm like, familiar
0: with like like fan pages and like I think of the one if you're in the Lord of the Rings yes. or if they're like the uh, if you're in Harry Potter there's like the Harry Potter uh, Pottermore the Pottermore. Well, that's, or the Leaky good. Cauldron maybe is that the fan? Because uh, Pottermore is J.K. Rowling's yeah, that's, control thing. Yeah. But there's they have their fan whatever that is. But this seems like this is way more in-depth of people creating it's, stuff. It's a, con- oh, okay. it's a it's, confluence of it's, everything.
2: Yeah. It's got everything. They even post like, oh, new merchandise here has really? been announced. Yep. Like, here's all the new merchandise for this month, you know, type so of thing. So do event. they
0: control it or can people, could you say if you made like a t-shirt, could you sell it on there or no. do people no. sell it's, it's or, like, no, no. It's no. all through them. They take a bunch of
3: submissions, like people just send an email yeah, if something pops up and so they'll go through the emails and be like, hey, we just, somebody was saying that this is available here just to let you know oh, or cool. if there's mm-hmm. new videos that come out, which is great yeah. because because somebody that's like just starting out is really good. Like they're just making music or animations and they have like 10 subs. And they, they, that's a great place. By putting it there, they yeah. can get a huge push forward. Yeah. Um, and that is a great way to help promote yeah. people to keep doing it.
0: Okay, Kyle, you were pointing at, you kind of pointed at Andrew when you were talking about creating stuff. Do you yes. create something? Yeah, I'm he a does. 3D animator. Really? Yep. Fandom, yeah.
4: Sweet. He, he, he's created some of the, I don't want to toot your horn for you, but I'm going oh, toot to. Toot the horn. Um, he, uh, he creates some of the best 3D animation in yes. SFM. If you've ever heard of the SFM I, program. Source Filmmaker. Okay. Source Filmmaker. Um, yes. it's, it's a 3 animating program, and uh, it has a full suite. You can do basically everything in it. But he makes some of the most high-quality uh, 3D animations in the oh, fandom. Oh, man. And he has, he has for years. Yeah.
3: Been so. doing it since
0: 2013? Yeah. I can't remember anymore. Yeah. Man, yeah. you... I don't know... It would be sweet if you sent me some of that. I'll put it on the show notes on the website. That'd be cool okay. to share. Yeah, I can do that. So did did that, you're creating that stuff, are you diving into the world of animation? Did that start with My Little Pony? Yeah, I never did it before. Like, really? Yeah, I just, it was like when
3: I first came in, it's, you go to a pressure deal, you go to all these places, and you yeah. see just like this amazing art that's popping up daily and all this awesome music, and I just wanted to contribute as well. So I was just, nice. I can't do music, and I, I'm horrible at drawing, so yeah. I decided to just give that a shot. And really? Within a few months, I was already bringing in a lot of people, and I was just, yeah. so I just kept doing it, and I've been doing it for years now. Yeah, and it's um, it's been it, I've learned a lot of life lessons from doing it. Confidence in myself. Um, yeah, how to how to be expressive. Um, I mean, I, I think even, like, because I work in the medical field, I don't even yeah. touch that stuff on the side, and I've learned, the lessons I've learned from the fandom and doing that on the yeah. side has helped me in my job. Really? Yeah, because, like, it, like they're, they're just saying, well, you need to set up a meeting with all these people, high ups, and it, I don't feel worried about it like I used to. I'd be, like, panicking before, but now I'm
0: just like, I got this. If I could yeah. do this or nothing, I can do this. Yes. So... Okay, but you, you say that and it made me think of what you said earlier about um, overcoming hurdles of, uh, of self-confidence and just owning it. Do you feel, do you, so you just feel like this has really taught you, you've overcome those Are there any specific hurdles that come to mind within this um, that it directly may, translate? The main saying? one is confidence because yeah. it's like if you're given a
3: task that's, uh, that you don't know how to do, it's not mm-hmm. about saying, I don't know how to do this and give up. It's instead about, like, I don't know how to do that, but, hell, let's just give it a try. Yeah. And if it doesn't work out, oh, well. You didn't lose out anything. But if it does work out, yeah. you, you have another stepping stone to keep pushing forward. Yeah. And I would not have been like that
0: before. I would have just been like, no, nope, that's too hard. Yep. Video games. Yeah. Man, I've talked on this, um, this podcast with other people about this. Something I've learned that's directly what you're saying over the past few years is I feel like growing up, Uh, And the way I was just raised or talked about confidence, because I'm I'm naturally, if I may be totally transparent, I'm a naturally super insecure person. And like so, the my wife Sarah is like the confident. She's like, yep, doesn't matter. I'm gonna do whatever I want to do, and that's I'm just gonna live my life that way. I'm overthinking everything. So I used to think, well, man, you gotta like talk yourself up, and you have to like convince yourself of something. But what you're saying makes me think of what I've learned over the past few years of, you actually need a few wins under your belt to teach you, like, like you, have, you almost have to run a few races, almost this analogy of like, oh, I've, I ran this half marathon, I didn't die. Whatever it is, Like you can look back and be like, no, I'm, I made it through that. I'll totally be confident now. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like that's kind yeah. Of what you're, your,
3: your wins are reassurance, and your losses are a learning experience to make it better the next time. So I mean, you might let, lose a couple yes. times, but you keep pushing on it. You will win. It's not like yeah. a uh, maybe. You will win. You will be able yeah. to push forward, and it, it's just um, just taking the drive to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Man. Okay. Question for you. Yes. Uh, did has there been anything? And it doesn't have to be My Little Pony related but is there anything any win in your life maybe even related to this that because you seem super confident in your role within all this and your love of where you're at as a person have you found those little wins do you have you found anything that you relate to that
2: um i guess i guess if anything my leadership skills yeah probably i would say have improved and like being able to like run things and stuff like that because um, I've also, uh, so there's My Little Pony conventions and I've staffed multiple My Little Pony yeah. conventions and um, just like also organizing events for the group and stuff like that. Yeah. I think definitely my skills in that area improved a lot. Yeah, I don't really necessarily content create the same way that uh, Andrew does um, so I couldn't quite say that way because yeah. I do like cosplay but yeah. not I didn't, like, get into cosplay because of My Little Pony. Yeah. It just was, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to cosplay this now, yes. you know, type of thing,
0: so. <laughs> I, that, I mean, I'm loving this, because I feel like that that it's, like, these tangible tools and these tangible things you're learning through this, of organizing events, the leadership stuff you're talking about. Um, it's so much more than anybody on the outside wouldn't think you would learn from a fandom. I haven't heard of this in any other fandom. Nobody... I don't. I don't. I, know. I, yeah. think, it, I
4: think it just kind of comes to the territory. Um, yeah, being part of the fandom takes confidence. Yeah. Plus if you're a part of the fandom, you will just naturally over time gain more confidence about yourself. Yeah, it's
3: like you have a. It's like going downhill. The fandom's a push. Yeah, and then and then after yep. that, it's just easier. Just let it let it take you.
4: Yeah. Would no agree?
0: Oh, it's like a, it's like the first step into it.
4: Yeah. You know, like, yeah.
0: Hell yeah! I am part of this. I,
4: I, I, can't <laughs> I, can wear a, I can wear that T-shirt. I can I can carry around a little plush, no, totally. a little plush pony. Oh, that's so funny pu- Okay, Kyle, give it to
0: me. You're saying like T-shirt, plush pony, whatever it is. Mm. Do you, what is? Can you think of the first time, or all of you guys in your own way? Can you think of the first time that that was? Like, what was the first hurdle?
4: Of being oh. like, I've
0: been watching this. I've been talking with friends online, but today I'm putting on the hat. God, can you think um, of the specific?
4: Well, uh, it was actually my little sister who was yeah. like, "Who was like, okay, you're a nerd. You need to watch this show." <laughs> yeah. And then she, she was, she's three years younger than me, and I was 18 at that point. So she's like, "You need to watch the show." I know you're a nerd. I know you like, I know you like kid shows like I do. So you need to watch it. So I was like, "Okay, fine. I'll watch three episodes." And she's like, "You like it?" I'm like, "No, I hated it, man. Yeah, I didn't like my little pony." And then yeah. like a little while yeah, later, leave me alone with the iPad. Yeah, exactly. I'm going upstairs and, and watching so more. After after that little little hurdle of like, okay, fine, I'll watch three episodes. I yeah. went back and then I watched the whole season in like three days because I, I got hooked like Just a lot of other people yeah. but the first thing that I with, with like the t-shirt and the hat yeah. it was actually going to the first meetup actually because oh, I, yeah. I wasn't officially in charge of the meetups for the first like two or three that they had and I went to the one, one of the first two or three that they had in um Minnesota we had the meetups and I went there and yeah. walking around with uh, with the t-shirt I, I bought one we love fine t-shirt online and I wore that t-shirt yeah same thing my first meetup <laughs> yep. all, all day around the mall just yeah wearing just a t-shirt and feeling like everyone was staring at me and thinking I was a weirdo yeah. and then after the day ended and no one even talked to us we had all had a great time we all yeah. had, we had all you know bonded and we were all you know we were having a good good dinner and we were all you know just a bunch of friends after the end of it yes. and I was like holy crap this is you know this isn't just a, a random thing it's actually like you just go and you just be a brony there, totally. there, there isn't there is anything like about strength,
0: it I, like the strength and confidence in numbers too of like yes, getting around the strength people and confidence
4: numbers is definitely a big thing if we yeah. didn't have the numbers that we do at our meetups nowadays I don't think we would get any new members coming at all yeah. yeah It can um, be intimidating
3: though Because it could get up to like yeah. 40 or 50 no, not
4: like. anymore But we still get yeah. 30 members Every month basically Okay Who come to the mall And we just yeah. walk around We hang we, it's, it's come to the point Where we've kind of coalesced into We've we, we refined ourselves yes. Down to the, the regulars I guess yeah. you could say so to people come,
0: come in. if people want to come to a meetup, would you prefer? Can you say when those are, or would you prefer oh. check out the Minnesota Brodies they're, Facebook page the first? Second
2: uh, Saturday of every month. Yep. Yeah. At the Mall of America. Yeah. Um, they usually meet around at like Legoland. What at like eleven?
4: Eleven o'clock, and yeah. we go to lunch at the South South food court. Yeah. South food court at uh, twelve. Um, if somebody wanted to come join us, you could we don't care if you walk in and just come hang out just and say hi just say hi if you want to if you want to get on the regular you can just go visit the mm-hmm. the page and then just yeah. run up and then we the have other events too we do we do have other events yeah
3: I'm the so. big thing is is, uh, is some people pop up and they're like shy mm-hmm. but like everybody there if you just went up and talked to them yeah. it's like you've known somebody for months already so it's it's once you start talking about it everybody yes. already it's like everybody has something in common already yes. yeah. and yep. i'm and i'm more than likely there's something else in common as well because yeah. uh if you like this you probably like other things that are similar yeah. so it's, it's like a secret handshake
0: almost of like yeah the, you're what? in you're in yeah. Yeah. you're cool yeah yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> You like my pony?
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I
4: like my pony. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. We're
0: going to go to lunch. Second door Let's on the go. left. <laughs>
4: yeah, we're, exactly. We're going to go to lunch. Come
0: along. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Okay, I, another thing, so this whole thing we, we talked about earlier, the uh, gender stereotypes, which I love, man, I love your idea of not putting people in boxes, like not stereotyping people, whatever that means. Uh Brony, the word bro comes from got dudes mainly, yep. right? That's like the initial start of I don't this. Think that,
4: I don't think that was even we didn't even do that. I think that was that was attributed to us by 4 Chan? Yeah, oh, I think really? it was. Oh, Fortune he, magazine. By pretty, uh no, yeah. not 4 Chan. 4chan. Oh, 4chan. Oh, 4chan. Uh, yeah, yeah, 4chan the uh... online the online uh, thing. Yeah. Um yeah, we weren't initially called bronies. I think we were we didn't even have a name. I think I think we we took bronies and then we last We we yeah. went straight for that because there. I think yeah. what it, what it was Pons is if fun. I recall correctly. What puns are fun. Puns are fun. Um, they also hurt you. <laughs> um, but I think what really happened, and if I recall correctly, I might be a little bit fuzzy on this, but what happened is Four Chan made fun of us because they make fun of everybody.
0: Yeah.
4: And then we in turn flipped that sucker right. Right yeah. around And we went Oh yeah we're bronies What are you gonna do about it And yeah. then that was That's that it was, That was it That's And the it snowball took. just started That's all it took And then we were We were officially bronies From that day And Pegasisters
2: sisters. I know. Like I don't like it. No, I, like I hate right it I hate it Sydney
0: not liking Sisters. No. So do you consider yourself A brony Or I mean, what do you
2: I guess I like bronies like yeah. a gender-neutral term. Yeah, I like, yeah. Eh, Brony, yeah. I don't need yeah. a it's special I don't think it, name. The last thing no. you need yeah. is like another
0: yeah. title. No. Yeah. Let's define this right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah I, I
4: think like, the subset of bro has been has completely lost all meaning. Okay. Cool. In, in the bronies, because that was
0: my question worth. for Sydney of wondering you as a woman in in this community if you ever felt like, this is a bronies thing, and then the Pegasus Sisters is another deal. I didn't know if you.
2: No. Um. I guess, I mean, like what you guys were talking about, like donning the shirt and stuff yeah. like that. Like I didn't really necessarily have that because yeah. I mean, I guess, I mean, obviously there's not as much of a social stigma yeah. for like me to like the show. Yeah. And so I never felt that like nervousness about like wearing a pony mm-hmm. t-shirt. I just am like, I like cute things and yeah. these ponies are cute. So whatever. Totally. So like I never really dealt with that side of it. Yeah. Um, yeah
0: man, interesting. I was, that's, I was just curious about that. The, okay, so you, you are, all this comes down to, like, two words I keep seeing in the whole Brony universe as I was looking up this stuff is friendship and tolerance. Oh, yeah, friendship, 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 friendship. love and tolerance. Oh <laughs> my God, why do you hate phase? that so much? <laughs> do hate it, it? So much. No, no, no can't I can't hate it. it. All right, why do you hate it? Get, um, let it out Okay, there. so,
2: one of the, sh- it's like, it's like, love and tolerance is like this thing that like, I guess the show does talk about but I've, a lot of, of the quote unquote bad fans latch onto it and use that as oh well you have to tolerate me doing this like having bad behavior and so yes. that's why I don't like it is because yeah. they'd be like oh well, love and tolerate you know love and tolerate me yes. and it's like I'm not gonna love you're and tolerate you're using this death. as an excuse
4: yeah. it was used as an excuse yeah, really, uh, for a, quite a lot a bit. of the... well for the, for the pop culture years it was yes but, but um, do, you have an exam-
0: do you have an example because I'm deep in the ignorant side of this pool of like what would be sure. something what would be um, an annoying thing someone was Ooh, doing. I got. That. I got one. Oh, oh I was about to say you probably have one. I have me. Yes, you yes. like, got just, a bag full
1: of them.
2: Um. <laughs> so we had a. We did have a member who like brought an entire duffel bag. Like I'm talking like a. It's almost like a hockey bag. It was a level. tote bag. It was like it was like big. Plus like and times. just like at the Mall of America, started whipping out toys from it and like setting stuff up like right in the middle of the mall. Yes, and I was like maybe we don't do that because that's like not what we do in the mall. Well, she she yeah. had like
4: train sets and yeah,
0: all Yeah,
2: train sets kinds and like stuff. all sorts really? of stuff just dumped it right out in the middle of the Mall of America. Yep. Cuz
0: I maybe I, shot, I saw a picture yes. of that. Some I, Did you? You probably, yeah, so you probably. I can see it. Um, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. It's on cringe
2: boards for sure. I know that oh, one, that, sure, that particular yeah. individual made a lot of waves. Cringe points i <laughs> guess yeah. but stuff like that are just general obnoxiousness that they would be like oh well, you have to love and tolerate me because that's what the show says and oh are you not yeah. following the show's like mottos yeah. and it was just like, was like no well, t- well, but to be
4: to be fair um, as as the when i kind of stepped into the group role i did th- i did kind of take up the mantle of okay you can be a jerk this time but if you if you fix it for next time you know we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tolerate you next time. We're gonna love you next time. It's gonna be fine. We're, we, you, you can still be a friend. And we had people who did come back, who, who came in, you know, uh, you know, after round, and then left, and then never came back. But we had people who came in, kind of after round, and then left. But then two weeks later they came back, yeah. and then they weren't the same, and that because they normally because they didn't come with their friends, yes, and then they yeah. their other friends, yes, and then they and then they would and then we had at least four of those members who yeah could do that and they just became regulars,
2: yeah.
0: Oh man, dude, Kyle, your your scenario, some of the things you're saying to me are fascinating because I'm well, that's good. like well I'm no, in the sense of like this. Like the amount of conflict resolution and leadership that you're talking about that you have to enter into of like yeah, I'm gonna start with positive. I'm gonna let, lighten the blow. That's like
4: really heavy leadership stuff.
0: Yeah. Within this, well, is that was that there before yeah. this, or did this kind um, of bring it and
4: yeah, teach you to step uh, into this? Without getting too far into it, I was in the uh, Navy ROTC for two years, and I have I have, have a little, I, it, I yeah. I have a little yeah. bit of that in me. Mean, totally. Um, but I also have just kind of had a natural. Natural instinct to, to do that sort of leading.
2: Yeah. Um, Handle oh, everything. That's so cool, and it can get yeah. me into
4: trouble sometimes because I'll sometimes just walk into a room and I'll be like, hello, <laughs> I'm here. I'll do this now. I'll take control. Yeah. So, but I don't, I, I really, I've gotten really good at suppressing that. Yeah. That I need to micromanage.
2: Oh, when, man. Yeah. Well, well this- so either way. Has yes. definitely good cop.
4: I'm like I. Oh yeah, I'm good. Oh cu- yeah, I'm
2: not. I
4: love that, At, which is good yeah, because like you're, you, you got you're, you're, like, you're like you're like this tall, and you're just you uh, you were just a little bit taller than Christy. But Christy was like like the like teddy the, yeah. the teddy bear, and then you're you're here, and you're just like,
0: <laughs> I've got the hammer. and I'm, I'm yeah, not afraid ready. to lay I'll fight down. Yeah, I'll fight you. Yeah, go the Okay, so you talk about the how what. What's so fascinating to me about this whole stuff, and I'm so pumped you guys sat down and have this conversation, is the thought of naturally getting into this world and fandom where there are uh, external, maybe stigmas or whatever, and things that you, I, I feel like if I was a part of it from the beginning, I would feel like n- not necessarily I have to prove something, but in the sense of being like, no, this isn't a weird thing. Like all these, uh, there's a lot of people giving it a bad name, like you're saying. And so I feel like that would heighten the frustration of me when someone does something like use tolerance that's a positive thing yep. for their own negative behavior or the person that got in the news with their love affair of their pony no, and like, no, like right. all these things <laughs> okay. like, that's like a one-off but like you're yes. giving everything such a bad name and I feel like nowadays with our culture of like whatever's happening in like the US we're like well, this isn't a political thing but like whether it's like political or faith related that everybody's getting into yeah. this thought of it's really easy to look at someone and put them in a box of someone else that you've seen do something negative. I don't know if that makes sense. Of like, mm-hmm. we, yeah. we're quick to like. I feel like that's why I'm doing this podcast. It's like to like no, let's have a conversation about different things instead of just read one article about somebody. You know?
4: And now nowadays, back in the day when it was again going back to the pop culture days, because that was basically the heyday of it. Yeah, it got into the point where like the mass the the mass media, like CNN and all these things, they wanted to get. They wanted to get a read on us because we were the, th- the new thing, mm-hmm. and they needed to make sound bites. Yeah. So, I know for a fact, the first BronyCon, they went around and interviewed the weirdest people yeah, they Yeah, like, find.
2: they were like, Oh, of course! Because that's the to yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They interviewed...
4: Uh, I, I know for a fact, and I've spoken to someone personally, where they went up to him and started talking to him, and then he was reasonable and nice and talking and he explained things and they went okay and they were bored and they went over to the next person who who yeah. who was carrying around a bunch of stuff and you know looked a little bit a little bit exaggerated in their fandom love and yes. they they went straight to that person right away and then they started trying to talk to them yeah so they weren't interested in getting the fandom they were interested in making a sound bite really
0: yeah In my opinion, they do the sound bites. I can't, I mean, it's just part of the world nowadays with like everything has to be so catchy, like the world of Instagram. You have to catch people's attentions. Yeah. And so I think we're losing depth of conversations. Um, Okay, what is. Oh, uh, I was just
2: saying, just if you Google brony, it's just like. Oh, yeah. It's
0: just like. Yeah, well, like that one's back from 2013. Yeah, like they're. Yeah, we're pulling up. If you Google yeah, Bromade, yeah. just the pictures that come up. But a lot of the pictures are showing large groups of people together,
3: which is, I think, yeah. is cool to see the people that <laughs> are posting pictures yeah. of, like, 30 go, go people all together yeah. being being awkward together in, a, in the best way possible.
0: So your deal yeah. is about the community that this oh, brings. Well, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> to
3: me, the show isn't important to me anymore. It's, yeah. it's uh, even early on. I watched the show, and then, like, I... Was done. I, I was done. Six months later is when yeah. I started playing with the fandom part, and I don't. I, I don't really care about the show itself anymore. The fandom itself that it's created and the the this giant bubble that it's created, all the people, and that's what I care about now. Yes. Yep. it's about like, all the
2: friends you made along the all, all the away. friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, and, totally. I, and I
4: would totally agree. I think that now we have grown into like it comes back to the refinement. We have gone from super pop culture, super important, to kind of the the regression just a little bit. Into being able to just be like, hey, you know, we used to, we we didn't use to like my phone. We still like it. We can watch a show once in a while. We'll watch an episode. And we'll laugh about yeah. it. but we're here because you guys are all important. Yes. And we're all friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it, it's it, more it, of
0: an excuse to hang yeah, out and have much. that. Um, yeah, not, not to like down, thing. not yeah. to downplay it, yeah. but I at mean, the same time, it, yeah. It, it,
4: it always it was it started with friendship. And it ended with friendship, I yeah. guess you could yeah. say. So, uh,
2: I mean, I've known like these guys for a long time yeah. now, and it's just like, I mean, I still hang out with people from the group and yeah. stuff that I've known since twenty eleven, and yeah. it's just like, yep, so, still still hanging out with them. Some of the yeah. best
3: friends we've ever made were made, yep, just in the last
4: years.
0: Really, so, I would yeah.
4: wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Oh
0: man, I, well, I say really, like that's a, that's a new information, to me, but it's like a no brainer. Hell yes, that makes total sense. Uh, okay, you guys mentioned you talk. I'm getting this vibe of like an arc. You're talking about like when it was the big pop culture thing. Something uh, we, 2014. It seems like it sounded like that was like the biggest. 2013. Part when,
4: 2013, 2013 2014. Okay, yeah.
0: like yeah. that was like the yeah. biggest peak of pop culture broniness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. What happened? Is it just a natural kind of die down? Yeah. Or what? It was what, a natural oh, decline. I a don't, decline. I don't think
4: anything. The show has continued on, and it's. Uh, Basically, just seasons. They haven't done anything really different. Yeah, they, they're the story has gone on in the show. But again, I think we're, we've all kind of grown to the point where it's like, okay, the show is fun to watch, but we don't yeah. really care about the plot as much as we care about the people who we, we've met. But definitely, it was it was a huge peak pop culture, and then it just kind of has been sloping down to yeah. to it the fine the, the, the fine people who who really care about. The friends in the show and the culture that we created. So it's just more of a time thing. Just yeah. naturally, people die away that
0: yeah. weren't really. It's like also not, it's it's like not
2: trendy really anymore. Yeah. I Yeah, know no, But those like, are the people
0: you don't want anyway. Yeah, that were in it for the trend. Yeah. Yeah, because it was the cool thing,
3: and they and that they almost wanted to be noticed. Yeah. Is the way that we're doing it. But now, when well, the group goes out, it's. I mean, nobody makes a scene. It's the only thing that makes a scene is when you have thirty something people moving together. Yeah, that's gonna look weird no matter what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
3: everybody is respectful and patient and um, and just talks with each other I mean it's just oh, man. it's just it's a meat group not a brony meat group really.
0: yes oh cool yes. so I know about I know about Comic Con I know yes. what that is there's a brony con there's, there's multiple or?
2: brony conventions the biggest brony okay. convention is brony con in Baltimore Um, And that's in the summertime, but we had a every year um, every year. Yeah. Okay. Um, since I think 2012 was its first year. Yeah. Um, but we actually had a pony convention in town for three years.
0: Oh, really? In Yeah. In Minneapolis. Sweet. Is that still happening? No, unfortunately it's not. It's very
2: expensive to run a con and to find people who can back it uh, is the difficult part. So, um, it was fun while it lasted. But we know the hotel got blown up. Yeah, and the hotel got blown up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah the literally, it's, it's leveled, it's gone. The hotel's gone. Oh, okay. uh, really? The old
2: Thunderbird the Ramada by the Mall uh, of America. Oh, yeah. That's yes. it was. Part of
4: the reason their
3: contract got dropped every, months before the convention and Jeez. backfired. But. So, did
0: you guys? Were you guys part of that putting movie. that on, yes. or is there yes. really? Yes.
2: Um, I was on staff. Um, you did staff too, right? i, did, I worked Security? on
4: staff for. Your security. Do, well, yeah, I've done security for different cons, uh, but I mean, like, I, I've never been in a high-level position like you. I've always done just, like, lead security for other cons. But.
0: Man, that's awesome. Yeah. Is there, do you go, is that a thing, like, every year you're going
4: to... Well, we're going, wow, he's wow. going to Babs, not too long. Babs in
3: San Francisco is at the end of March... And yep. then Winnie C is in Chicago yep, We're all, two weeks we're all, all going, to You're going to City You going to Winnie City?
2: Uh, maybe. Please? Maybe. Okay, fine. I, uh, I might be staffing. <laughs> we don't have a Minneapolis.
3: now one now, but we have uh, Milwaukee. one in Milwaukee. Cool, so Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, okay. in we have Milwaukee.
4: Milwaukee. And they're at opposite ends of the year. Cider Fest. So oh, cool. Ciderfest is the yes. best con. Ciderfest Ciderfest is the best con. What is Ciderfest? Is that what it's called. Oh really? MLP Ciderfest, yeah. Really. Um and we we go and I think um, 90 to 95 percent of the Minnesota Bernies go there that is our home con. We, we've now. kind of gone we have we've, we lost our home con so we go to Wisconsin <laughs> as, <laughs> much, as, as much as much of a blasphemy that might be how many um, people show up, up to that that. Um, that was about a
3: I thought that was like 800 to a thousand. I can't remember what nope, really
2: con and its tight hit for. over 10,000. No yep, Burnica last
4: con last year was eleven thousand thirty.
2: So, last year.
4: I thought it was their yeah. high. Yeah, okay. it was their it's high
2: about was 1000
4: 1, probably for really? Cider Fest, yeah. Cider Fest, oh, I, think, I think we hit um, I think the largest number of tickets we sold last year was last year I think it was 1070 but not everybody came.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. That's way yeah. more than I would naturally think. It, especially just cuz of a like, Minnesota or uh, Milwaukee where the, where the well, Wisconsin we, have, we were. have people
4: that come from out of country to go yes. to these cons. Like even in Milwaukee really? we have had people come from Australia, New Zealand, we had somebody come from Russia, we've had Sweden. Uh, Sweden. Really. We've had a number Israel. of European
0: for, for yes. BronyCon
2: for, for for Brony or for any the BronyCon or
4: for even the, the 1000 uh, strong uh Cyberfest. Uh, yeah. People it's because they've been in the fandom and a lot of those are like really um, well-known content creators you yeah. can get a little bit of, of kickback for coming out and, and putting, you know, the, the con to the forefront of their schedule. But, like...
3: Yeah, the running... Because all the panels... Yeah. I mean, they have the the show staff, like voice actors and writers yeah. that come in. But otherwise, a lot of the content is run by just community
4: people. Yep. So yeah. the, a lot At of... At least 80% is. Yeah. So
2: there, you have anywhere from how to, you know, cosplay and... Uh, you know, fan fiction panels yes. and like make your own pony Sona, like how yes. to make a good pony Sona yes. like panel and like they're just like all sorts of things like that or even yep. just like, you know,
3: how to be respect, like uh, yeah. respect to how, how to, how to, s- to express yourself correct, Like, Correctly in how, the fandom. Yeah, I mean, like, it was just how, some yeah, just really? life yeah.
2: lessons like stuff. How, they or do. how to deal with bullying. Is that's yeah. usually there's a panel usually about like yep. being like bullied and like you know yeah. dealing with it. Is that a big? Th-
0: is bullying a big thing? that um, you feel like not, a lot of people not not relate so much to? Much not
2: so much anymore. But I still think like I, I mean, kids are mean. So if you're a younger person in the fandom and you're yeah. like awkward, you know, and you're in high school, yeah. kids are mean. So it's kind of yeah.
4: Like, we have a lot of high schoolers still who are, who are new members who are coming in who are still in high school they've joined the fandom either really young in their life or they're just joining now where yeah high school is high school's a rough place or, Kids even, or
2: even their parents sometimes are yep. the issue really yeah
4: yeah
0: Parents, how can parents be an issue with all
2: this? Because, like, Just, uh, My Little Pony makes you gay, you know? Yeah, like, yeah.
4: That's still, that is still a
2: thing. Okay,
0: yeah. yeah, now that you mentioned that, I remember watching the documentary I saw of, yeah. you know, parents, like, w- what is this thing my kid's getting into?
4: Well, it's also, a lot of it is also that some of these, some of these fandom uh, go- congoers or fandom uh, members, they are alone. Like, they don't have any other bronies in their town. Or even possibly like in the in the county that they live in. Yeah, because yeah, I mean we so, live in Minneapolis,
2: so there's always people. But yeah. you know, yeah. you get someone who lives out a couple yeah. hours out of town.
0: Yeah. Well that was gonna be a question I was gonna ask you about. I'm fascinated by the fact that uh, I, of uh, our age we all remember like a time where there wasn't internet and yep. I feel like there, the internet has changed I, I feel like I could imagine that this whole Bronies thing wouldn't happen if the internet didn't exist because back in the day Nowhere it would just you, you would never be able like, to yeah. find no, no, no. other people that think no. like you it would
2: be your dirty no. secret basically yes. yeah.
0: totally
3: yep. I found the fandom group through Equestria Daily so oh, yeah. it, it, I wouldn't have even known it existed otherwise
0: okay so to me I'm, th- I'm thinking about how awesome the internet is of bringing people together they're finding people. You mean whatever you're into. If you're into, like I was saying, I nerded out about pens. Like you can find like the, the pen, the pen group, the yeah. pen group where that's in Atlanta. Yeah. Or whatever it is, uh, there's a podcast. But anyways, uh, it's so nerdy. Uh, but but I love it but you're saying even now with the internet there's still people that feel secluded yes Yep. even just because there's not people in their area that they can physically meet up yeah or
2: even talk to about it without people being like oh, some kind of homo you know like Mm
4: -hmm. no matter how advanced the internet is you still want to go and you know if you're old enough have a beer and if you're young enough have a soda. Yes. <laughs> and just go yes. you, you wanna wanna go hang out and talk and you wanna go through your phone and go like, ha, that's a that's a funny looking my little pony picture. Yeah. Or haha, ha, that was funny, that video that we watched. And yeah. just go hang out with or, people. Or it's even a, have
2: people appreciate, like if you do art, be like, Hey, yeah. I drew this pony, like could you yes. like look at this? Yes. Like I just wanna share this thing that I'm very passionate about and having yeah. other people be equally as passionate about yeah. that like subject is you is always like is like a feel-good thing because nothing's worse than show up being like, look at this art I did. Isn't it cool? And then person being like, yeah, sure, whatever. And yeah. like kind of blow you off. just the
0: internet the,
4: the internet is a, a harsh place.
0: Dude, it yeah. is hard. No matter what you're, no matter like what you're into, it's just, it gets so well, dark it's,
4: fast. It's more of a, of a, I think it's more of a human thing than ever anything. You want to, yeah. you just want to be near people who have the same interests that
0: is it. yes i feel like i've he- heard a lot of conversations uh where people say well people you know the internet's happened. we have social media so people are losing the ability to interact on a personal level and what you're saying is the internet can never be
4: a substitute for that no for a
0: personal getting together at the mall and ha-
4: having dinner together having dinner, a beer uh, well i mean we can't go too far into it i'm sure but like I, um the internet is a tool and not a substitute so deep, yeah the internet is a tool not a substitute you can't I mean like we started the reason why the fandom got so large is because we found it on the internet we gathered in the internet and then we had a con we had one of the largest cons in the country of, of a fandom
1: yes yeah. that,
4: that year so it went straight from found it got together chatted and then got together in real life
2: yeah That's. I, I think that's yes. basically I think
4: that's why it's the Milo Pony fandom kind of is so strong because we do—I don't want to say a spouse or something, something like that—but we we do think that being together as friends and hanging out is the most important thing. I mean, just being friends—you can't be—you can't be a full friend on. Yeah.
2: yeah, I I definitely wouldn't have even found the show if it wasn't for the internet because I found a picture of it because I was like on 4chan looking and I saw like yeah. a, like a couple screen caps. What is 4chan? It's like a message board. Okay, yeah. Um, but. I found, like, pictures from that, and I was like, oh, yeah. what's that from? That looks really cute, because I'm a sucker for, like, cute things. So I, that's yeah. how I found the show, is I um, just was I like, what's that. this from? Yeah. And then did that, dressed up as the characters, met people in real life who were like, oh, I love that show, yeah. like, that, you're dress- that, was that character you're dressed up from. Yes. And so that was, like, early fandom days. And then It's the like group- a
0: secret handshake that we're talking yeah. about. Like, you're in, yeah.
2: It's like, you know.
0: Yeah, you know. You know yeah. that thing. And no so... Good.
2: It's, and it was always, like, I mean, from the cosplay, like, yeah. messing up at conventions aspect, that was always fun, is when people would, like, who, like, you know, were wearing regular clothes, would, like, run up and be like, oh, you like My Little Pony, too? Yeah. Like, it was like, like, they're, like they're like, hey, they're like, I haven't pin- really talked to anyone who also likes the show. Yes. It was always a fun thing.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I love, yeah, I love that, the thought of, I mean, for me, I think of... Harry Potter. If someone like I've seen people get like the the Horcrux tattoo mm-hmm. or something like that, it's just it's just a little bit obscure enough where you're like, if you know, you know, you're on the inside.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I love that thought of the internet's a tool, mm-hmm. uh, not an, a substitute. Yeah, that's well, like, so heavy. But
4: even like for you, your first meetup, like you had already done some stuff and and you were getting to be kind of famous in the internet, and then, then my you, first, you came meetup, the first meetup,
3: my first meetup, I had like a hundred subs, but then within like. A couple months, I was, about well, like, thousands. Yeah. But I didn't tell anybody, because I didn't want that to who defined me but in the, the group. The,
4: I think you were the first one who told me, and then I just...
3: I went, No, Levi hey. did.
4: Oh, no, yeah, it was Levi who told... Yeah, it was Levi. I'm trying to
3: always keep it, like, then, under and the... And then I was just like, hey, L. everybody,
4: we have Argo here. Mm-hmm. And then, like... I don't think anybody actually was like. Nope. I think you were you were worried that like because you had done stuff and that the fans would be like, oh my god, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blah blah blah, blah, blah and talking to you, and then ended up just being like, hey, we want to chill let on it tell school. anybody. Early yeah, on, it seems
3: really cool. Well, I wanted it um, to be me, so I, I took a yeah. year before I, uh, anybody found because it, it was local con. I really didn't have a choice then because I was running panels, um, but once it got to that point, yeah, then it wasn't it wasn't that. The definition they had of me was from as a person that nah, nobody cares anymore, and I love that, yeah. that for the
4: group. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, the, we go to conventions and it's different, but when you go to just this local group, it's just it's still just friends.
4: Yeah, it's just friends.
3: So you were almost nervous about that at first. Like I just made a side like issue, like talk about something I made, yeah. and uh, somebody caught on to it, yeah. and then grasped onto it, and then I'm like, oh god, and like this <laughs> is going to be snowballing. But no, it really didn't at that point. Yeah. and no, everybody's really understanding and doesn't spaghetti that bad and at least in that yeah. group.
0: So. Yeah. man okay we are, we are it's hitting the time we got we all probably have to jet yeah. in a second I'm trying to think of how to close this I think I'll we'll close it by uh, man I there's a couple things I feel like that I you guys have taught me with this and one is this thought of trusting your wins like letting your winds propel you forward uh, and then when you run into a loss ooh, Almost looking back at your wins and realizing, no, this is just uh, this is just a road bump I got to push through because there's more wins on the other side of mm-hmm. this. I feel like that's a really big thing that's not talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And then everybody s- focuses on the, the losses. Yeah. You're like,
3: I can't. Uh, what if I fail? Yeah. What if you win? Yeah. That's that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Sense.
2: You have to fail to. Win yeah, sometimes.
3: I, I, yeah. and some of the things I do. If I fail at it, I, I learned more from it. If all I do is succeed, actually, that's boring. Yeah, I want you need to fail. You need to feel human, and you need to learn from it.
4: Yes. And the show, the show, kind of brings it out. You can't get better yeah. if all you do is is succeed. Yep. So yeah. The fandom in the show brings it out, though. Yeah, it definitely does.
0: Man, it sounds like you guys are, like, this show, everybody would take something away from this. Like, I feel like when I watched the documentary, it was was cool. It was like, oh, this is like a a subculture thing. But talking with you guys, it's making me think, like, there are things about the culture, the community, and in that relation to the show, the healthy parts that you're saying, Mm -hmm. that anybody could take something away from.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Every fandom's going to have, have its bad, bad apples. Yeah, it's yeah. Got, every yeah.
2: fandom's got crazy people. Every fandom has people who make you embarrassed. But it's just kind of like... But there are cool people, though. Like yeah. Those bad apples aren't all bronies, you know? Yes. And I feel so we like to, as a culture, like cling on to the bad apples and be like... This like you're is saying
0: that- it makes the headlines. That's what mm-hmm. makes it interesting, mm-hmm.
4: is sharing yeah. like the crazy I, stories. I think, I think if someone were tangentially interested in the show or the fandom that it probably could do something for them. Yeah. It, it could if, if they have trouble with confidence, if they don't, you know, get along with uh, people too well or if they're if they're nervous about large groups of people and they just wanted to go, you know, to some place that they felt they would be comfortable and they did like the show. It kind of yeah. it does it does it still pull back to you kind of have to still like the show because if you 're just there you're just you don't have that base to get to get yeah. started from yeah um, you could, you can do it, but I think it definitely does still come back to the show, but I think if somebody had an interest in it, yeah, definitely I think they could they could gain from it,
0: yeah yeah, I like that. I did not to like blow over the actual the reason of first initially having a, an appreciation for the show yeah. is that, but then like the side of the community, I feel like I've learned of the internet not being a substitute. Okay. Thanks and, um, for hanging out. Yeah, All right, let's end you. it right here. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey guys, this is Rob with just a quick note before you head off into your week. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, a massive thank you to any of you that have rated, commented or subscribed to this podcast on iTunes. Also, thank you to those of you that have reached out to me and shared your stories of how these interviews or some of these conversations have impacted you, have inspired you. Man, that has been so awesome to hear. If you have a story you'd like to share with me, head over to thecuriouspod.com slash contact and I'd love to hear your stories or any just questions you may have for me. Hey, while you're over there, if you want to check out show notes for this or any of the other interviews I've done, or contact info for this guest or any of the others. Head over to thecuriouspod.com for any of that. And also, I'm really pumped about this, we have a map right there on the front of the website that shows all the locations that these interviews and conversations have taken place. It's pretty cool, you can click on it, you can see where these have done, if you want to go visit them, if you've heard something you like and you want to go check it out for yourself. That's right there, or you can just check it out at thecuriouspod.com/map, or just right there on the front of the website. I'll show, I'll show. Also, if you want to reach out to me on social media or follow me anywhere, pretty much everything online is the Rob Morgan at the Rob Morgan. Whatever you you you, you know the drill. All right, enough of that nonsense. All this podcasting has made me thirsty. You know. I am so pumped that I do not have to deal with sponsors for this podcast, or else I'd have to tell you, podcasting makes me thirsty, and nothing quenches a podcast thirst, whether you're listening, uh, interviewing, editing, recording, listening to something unrelated to a podcast. Nothing quenches a thirst like a Guinness.
1: Hey, Hofi, can I steal you for a second?
0: Do you have anything you want to say about Guinness?
1: I'd like to take a minute to thank Guinness, because it truly is made of more.
0: That's all. All right. That's it. Thanks. (laughs) Uh, I love that crap. All right. Have a great week. See you next Tuesday. Anything else? Thanks
1: for being here. I
0: got nothing. Say the most random thing you can think of. Yell it.
1: I got nothing. The only word I can think of is (laughs) formaldehyde. Perfect.